Hello and welcome back to A Sprinkle of Disney. You're tuning into our sixth episode today, uh, which means, I've realised Rosie, it means we're officially closer to ten episodes than we oh are to Oh I didn't even think of it like that, to be honest. It feels pretty special. It was when I was writing that, I was like, which episode are we on? And I was like, oh my god, it's six. That's past five. And <laughs> That's so exciting. I know. The last two weeks feel like they have flown by. I feel like they've only just recorded number five. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's fine. That's good. It's a good feeling. Um, and you all seem to love the last episode, so thank you very much for that. We've got loads of engagement on that one. Um, so thank you to Spotify for letting us be there. That's helpful. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh, so we'll definitely do a part two for you soon on episode five because you you clearly liked it. So we'll do that at some point. Um, today, though, we're back with the next in our Disney Classic series. As we'll have mentioned in episode one, if you've listened to episode one, if you haven't, go and listen to it. Um, we basically have like different strands of our podcast um, where we kind of talk about, we have one to do with like Disney Classics, we have one to do with Disney Parks. Um, but, to, but to be fair, you guys didn't seem that keen on that one, so we might kind of change that around a little mm. bit. Because um, we... You, I thought you prefer films and we probably prefer films as well. Yeah, I quite enjoy discussing films, to be fair. Yeah. Um, we have, like, Disney Plus strands and franchise strands and then, like, other bits, which was, like, last week's, like, working for Disney stuff. So, yeah. so this week, we're back. We've done a, we've done a full circle, really. We have. Well, like, I, I, we've made it. <laughs> we, we have. That's it. No more podcasts. <laughs> you had your fill. Um, so we've come full circle. So we're now onto our um, second Disney classic series. Yes. So this one's going to be interesting, I think, definitely. <laughs> Based on the fact we both rewatched this this week and we were messaging each other <laughs> when we were watching it. So we kind of know some thoughts about it. Um, mm. But yeah, so this week we will be reviewing Pinocchio and discussing Pinocchio in all its glory or its lack of glory, potentially. Um, and I think as well, this definitely is something you enjoy because I think we had a lot of engagement on our Snow White review, didn't we, mm-hmm. as you were just saying. Yeah. So I'm glad the, that you enjoy these ones because I really enjoy going through yeah. the films. I feel like it's nice for us to kind of go back and watch them because they're yeah. films, like we don't normally watch, like we normally watch the more modern ones together Exactly. As well. Like it kind of forces us to make our way through the list in yeah. chronological order, which That's I don't think I would cool. actually necessarily sit down and do if it wasn't for this. No, I've thought about it and I've liked the idea of doing it, but I've yeah. never actually done it. So yes, I agree. Yeah, so um, it's nice that we're doing it as like a journey together. Yeah. All of us yeah. together. So if you missed number one, sorry, if you missed Snow White, that's episode two. So if yes. you missed our first any classic, like classics one, that was number two. So feel free to go back because we'll be doing them. I think does it work out like every four episodes? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yes. We'll do a classic. So the second one. So Snow White was number two. If you feel yes. like listening, I think that one was quite a laugh because we I were, do. <laughs> we had thoughts on the film. Not yes, we did. It's, it's entertaining because <laughs> we get quite passionate about it, actually, which I didn't expect from either of us. Yeah. So, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, with this one, we'll be chatting the plot, characters, the animation, the songs, and giving our racing out of 10, which is definitely the most exciting part of the episode and the most You're difficult so part. I literally, I, I'm ready. With this one, I'm like, I know. I don't even think it will change after our discussion. With Snow White, I was like, maybe, maybe mm. it will change. But with this, I'm like, mm, I think I'm pretty dead no. set on where I'm going with it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically we'll be deciding if it's a good film or if it's not a good film. 
So yeah, let's let's get stuck into this one. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. And we'll kick off with our first Disney fun fact. So animator Ward Kimball, one of Walt Disney's main team of animators, known collectively as Disney's Nine Old Men, was still upset about scenes of his that were cut from Snow White and was in Walt's office to tender his resignation. Instead, Walt asked Kimball if he would lead the charge on animating Jiminy Cricket, a tricky assignment since no one was sure how to make the little insect look appealing that's that's hilarious i love that i found i found this on online and it basically was like he marched in his resignation because he was fuming that like his scenes had been cut and then what was like listen pal i want you to animate a cricket and he was like you know what that's fine then that's fine imagine that conversation <laughs> like it's fine stay with us and you can animate the cricket yeah and apparently, like, he left the room and was like what a fantastic place to work that guy is so excellent and i was like wow it's, it's a cricket <laughs> like i don't think i'd be very excited he clearly sold it like no one can animate a cricket yeah you only you like, yeah. can animate this cricket this is a big deal <laughs> and he was like yeah that's true i am the cricket animator yeah that's clearly how that conversation went bless him that was clearly a big a big deal in his life so (laughs) well yeah and you forgot Jimmy was in the film oh yeah we were just discussing before and um yeah Katie reminded me about the character I have watched it literally two days ago and I've forgotten about him so So, Soz Ward yeah sorry maybe next time So, Please stand one, clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Things that are probably quite important to know when you think about the film. The plot summary, I'm not really sure how to summarise this Where do you start? <laughs> I think, I mean, there's a puppet. I think we'll start first with Geppetto, right? Right. So, he's a lovely old man who's very kind to everybody else and he makes, he hasn't got any kids. But, you know, what, the question is why, mm. but we'll get to that later. He hasn't got any kids, he makes himself a nice puppet, he loves his wood carving, and he's like, ah, oh, I wish I could have a real boy. And then a magic fairy comes out the sky and turns the puppet. And he makes a wish, he says a prayer. Yeah. makes a wish. Um, and then the blue fairy comes down and is like, cool, Pinocchio, you could be a real boy. But he's not technically a real boy. No. Yet. He's still a puppet, just with no strings. And he has to be like a good person to be a real boy. But it's quite challenging for Pinocchio to be a good boy, apparently, because he just doesn't listen to anybody. Um, no. So the whole film is just people running around after Pinocchio while Pinocchio acts stupid and just follows strangers the entire film. <laughs> Where they end up, he ends up turning into a donkey. He ends up working, like, locked in a cage, working for the circus man. He ends up in a whale. It's quite eventful, really. Um, yeah. The and, he, he, oh, and there's a whole thing about him lying. When he lies, his nose gets longer. But um, that only happens once. I would just say that's way yeah. less of the story than I remembered it being. So if you're confused by the plot, that's fair, because I'm still confused. <laughs> um, and basically, at the end, they escape a whale. So... Oh, because Geppetto, his dad, goes looking for him. Yeah. And somehow ends up inside a whale. Yeah, he gets swallowed by a whale. And when I say whale, I mean like an actual animal that lives under the sea. (laughs) (laughs) And he ends up on that with his cat and his fish. Why does he take the fish? fish? Why? That's my question. Well, I'm quite glad he did, otherwise he should have been left on her own when he was in a whale. Well, yeah, true. (laughs) So then Pinocchio manages to drop to the bottom of the ocean when he's kind of turned into a donkey and then saves him nearly dies the blue fairy saves him and then turns him into an actual real boy with like joints and limbs as opposed to nails and wood the end i think that's quite an accurate summary that's a very good summary i don't think you missed anything out there no um no there's some dodgy adult figures 
dodgy characters. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the plot is not in strong point, but we'll get to that in a bit. So I hope you now feel like you've seen the film, because you basically have. Um, <laughs> it was released in 1940, so just three years after um, Snow White. I was reading yesterday that Walt was under a lot of pressure um, after Snow White because obviously Snow White won so many awards um, and the, the Academy Awards, they basically made him like his own Oscars, we chatted about last time. So I'm pretty sure when they gave it, they were like, well done, Walt, like, like come back next time or something like that. Mm. And there was like a lot of pressure on him to deliver again. It was a bit of a flop at the box office. Um, I mean, we're just going to chat in a minute about the, the, the critical success of it, but the box office was a real flop in some places it only made about a tenth of what Snow White made. Mm. So I guess for like a follow-up film, you wouldn't, you'd think it'd be more, um, but it didn't. But Walt thought that because Gone with the Wind came out at a similar time, so, you know, dispensable income, dispensable income was lower back then, I suppose. <laughs> they pick one film, they picked yeah. Gone with the Wind. Um, and I mean, Walt himself admitted that Pinocchio lacked an intangible something, which I agree. I think like, yeah. It, and we'll talk in a minute like about the reviews and about it, but I, I think that's very fair. Fair summary from Walt is that it was nice to look at, but it didn't make me feel anything. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. So then, Rosie, tell us about the reviews. Yes. Well, actually, just building off what you said, they were also boiling the lack of doing well in the box office down to the fact that it was out in World War II as well. So oh, they were saying because it came out in that period, people weren't exactly thinking, oh, yeah. not everyone was thinking about going to the cinema. Which is interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting because it was kind of put off to a bad start, a bit like Onward this year, because obviously that came out just before the pandemic kind of hit us Mm. like around the whole world. So like it was in a similar situation. And so obviously it did have like a bit of a disadvantage. Well, if, 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 if your man's not home, you've got no money, you can only eat half a slice of bread, you're not well, going to go to the cinema. Exactly, it's not your priority, is it? So so that could also be a reason. Not that's that I'm trying true, to give actually. this film more credit than it deserves. Um, but yeah, so that's but a reason. But we're fair, thing. we're fair, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, and it gives context to the time it came out in as well. Um, so yeah, obviously, as you said, it was a bit of a flop, but they did re-release the film seven times seven seven times yeah so like over kind of 10 year periods they were releasing it again um because in the beginning they did this with snow white as well and due to the re-releases they actually did return a profit from the film in the end oh well that's good so yeah in the end it kind of gained momentum people were going to see it a bit more and i think because of the reviews at the time people were Mm. saying it was a really good film in terms of animation and things so i think it gradually built up momentum people want to see it interesting yeah so and then in terms of awards the film won two Oscars yeah. at the Academy Awards in 1941. So the film came out in 1940. Um, and one was for Best Music, so Original Song. So that's be When fair. You Wish Upon a Star. Which, I'll to be fair, <laughs> is iconic, isn't it? It's so yeah. iconic. It's just like the Disney song. So well, when you hear thing, that... They then adopted it, didn't they, as their exactly. like, theme tune. Yeah, it's like the beginning yeah. of like all the films, isn't it? It's like the opening sequence. So that's fine. So that's fine. <laughs> I'll accept that one. And then the other one was for Original score best original score so i guess yeah, that's fair yeah. i guess they deserve them that's yeah fair. and then as <laughs> snow white didn't win any for like well yeah no it didn't win any for music so this was the no. first disney film to win either of these oh. awards so it's quite a, a big moment for disney i think the music is definitely better in this than it was in snow white so yeah sense. i would agree and then it also won four other awards these were kind of for various different things some mm-hmm. for the animation some for just like the feature length and all that kind yeah. of stuff so it did kind of get a fairly good reception in terms of what it 
got like in terms of awards and yeah. stuff um and at the time people were saying it was quite a good film but in terms of like a modern day reception and kind of reviews that we looked at online there's kind of I, I find it's mostly quite positive actually so, yeah we were surprised yeah I was kind of shocked because it's just one of just a handful of movies to achieve a hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes we're fuming which is no mean feat like le- legit like that's actually a really huge deal yeah. like so many of my favorite films are so underrated on Rotten Tomatoes so for that to achieve a hundred percent it it's just a bit it's a bit shocking really but you've got to give it to got to give it to the film because you know these people did actually review it yeah so yeah just to go through like some of the sort of things people say about this film so someone on imdb they didn't they didn't put their name so i'm just gonna mm-hmm. just go through some quotes it said disney's earliest masterpiece the art of animation never finer it's quite a big statement and that was in 2001 so oh. yeah oh, i mean sales pal sales no yeah it's, it's just it's a bit much <laughs> that's a bit of an insult to every animator after yeah that. exactly yeah and then um a critic from the los angeles times said that pinocchio tops any animated cartoon i ever saw i think that that was at the time i think and they've probably only seen two yeah so that's that's a bit more (laughs) fair um (laughs) and then the new republic wrote that it brings the cartoon to a level of perfection that the word cartoon will never will not cover that's again i think that was one from the times yeah it's like at the time because cartoon and feature length cartoons were still new and it, yeah it, it had probably like more detail it went i was thinking this when i was watching it it goes a bit further than snow white did in terms of animation yeah and challenges definitely it probably was um but not anymore <laughs> no and then someone on imdb said that after some thinking i'm going to call it pinocchio is the best animated film of all time this was in 2010 um, have they watched any of the others were they high <laughs> i imagine the film would be fantastic i've never been high <laughs> but from what i've heard about being yeah high, it's the kind of film that would be fantastic because it's just so all over the place so yeah um but yes and then also the empire said that it's not up there with the very top echelon of disney classics but pinocchio will still work its magic on younger viewers so that was in 2000 that's a concerning review isn't it that's, i don't want yeah, it to, ma- to make no. magic on my no no and then this one i think this is a good one from common sense media seven decades after it first came out this disney classic harks back to a time when the stars of animated films were the illustrators not celebrity voice talent i agree I agree, common sense media. They're chatting common sense. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. But yeah, that's that is so true. Like it focuses on the actual like animation, like the talents behind yeah. that more on like, you know, who they've hired to voice the characters and stuff. And I think that, that then extends to things like plot and character development. Like that wasn't a priority, the priority exactly. again. Like we said if you listen to episode two, we said the same thing with Snow White that the priority was the drawing and the illustration yeah it's more like aesthetically like that's where the concerns were more with like the aesthetic side of the film rather than like the content with like the plots and developing character arcs and stuff which happens a lot later on and they do it fantastically with all the recent films but with the early stuff some of the characters just weren't kind of there so yeah but this final one is a bit of a different different mood richard from imdb just richard um so hi richard if you're listening (laughs) he says this is a deeply disturbing frightening movie and i'm no child um yeah i feel that he's not wrong richard to be fair no no i feel that he's telling it how Um, it is richard clearly feels quite passionately about (laughs) he does 
We should have invited Richard on for an interview. I think he'd have enjoyed. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the same wavelength as him because that's exactly yeah. what I thought. And I was scrolling through all these 10 out of 10s and I was like, no, no. And Richard then I got to him. Text me when she watched it and said, I'm going to have nightmares. I honestly thought I was going to. I'm so disturbed. I was like, oh great, I can't wait to watch it. (laughs) I was like, brace yourself. And you're like, oh no. (laughs) So yeah, thanks Richard for keeping things real. Um. (laughs) Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. That brings us to the end of our segment, which means we are ready for Disney fun fact number two. I love this one. And I think it's something that I'd realised subconsciously but never realised it was deliberate. So, um, in the film, Geppetto, um, who is Pinocchio's adopted father, he is his father. Yeah. Geppetto um, Geppetto has a cat called Figaro, um, who was supposedly Walt Disney's favourite character. I love that. Um, So cute. And Figaro is only a very small character in the movie. Um, Big presence, but small role. Mm -hmm. Um, Walt loved him so much that he found another role for him when Pinocchio was over. Minnie Mouse's pet um, is actually Figaro. So if you watch, for example, I think, I know he's in... um, the Mickey Once Upon a Christmas Yeah, Christmas yeah. And um, Minnie initially had a pet cocker spaniel, but the the dog was ousted in favour of Figaro. Um, I think that's so cute. I think, it, is. I mean, it makes no sense, but I, I love that. Like Walt was like, we're not done with this cat yet. I just like how he clung, like he clung on to like one that's quite insignificant. Like it's not like a main character. Yeah. It's quite cute that he made that his favourite character. Yeah, and like to go through all that effort to kind of put them in like a main. Yeah. Scene, like, Mini it is really cool. sweet and yeah Figaro is is adorable so that's fair enough yeah. I feel him yeah. so yeah now this will be interesting so we're going to move <laughs> on to our thoughts on the film for its time and then we'll talk about the film as an overall so excluding mm. the time it was coming out in so Katie what do you think of the film for the time it was made so in 1940 it's so hard because I feel like with Snow White you have all the gender politics around mm. it to kind of justify it but I just feel I feel like with this one I mean the whole World War Two thing kind of makes sense I guess yeah. it's more like escapism and like absurdist and it makes sense the style for the time mm-hmm. but I just think you know if I was if I was in the middle of a war the last thing I want to do is come and watch this depressing film <laughs> yeah. honestly like I want to go and watch something like Snow White or Cinderella I wouldn't want to come and watch, you know, people being eaten by whales and turned into donkeys and, like, you know, whipped and... There's no... <laughs> so no wonder people didn't go and watch it. And I think it makes more sense, actually, because there's the whole... Is it, like, the whole puppet show? Mm. Is it Swedish or Dutch? I think it's Dutch or Maybe? German. Yeah. Um, so that kind of makes... It, I always wondered why... I mean, it's set in Germany. I forgot to say that before. I think it's set... No, is it Germany? No, it's Italy. It's Italy. Italy. It's there Tuscany. It's meant to be set in. Oh, there we go. So, yes. yeah. Um, so, you know, that makes sense because it's a bit like with the Snow White film. It's set in Europe anyway. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, maybe that's why people didn't go and see it. Maybe the Americans weren't very keen on Europe at the time. I don't know. Mm, but... <laughs> well, yeah. A few issues going maybe. on in the world. <laughs> Uh, maybe they didn't want to go and see it sounds bad maybe they didn't want to go and see a film that like wasn't american at the time like because a pinocchio is obviously not an american name obviously well yeah an Italian yeah. name so you wonder whether that had an impact on it if they because you know america more than anyone do the whole patriarchy not patriarchy that's male yeah hey matriarchy which one are you looking no for? like per per like 
patriotic there we go oh. the patriarchy. <laughs> I was like where are you going with this I mean there's that as well but that's another question yes um the whole like patriotic element than anybody else yeah so you know and their their um, propaganda was pretty impressive in the walls for like you know America so I doubt people would have wanted to have gone and watched mm. a film that was about Europe when they could watch an American promo film at the time yeah I don't know. That... probably not top of the list no I mean, animation-wise, oh my god, it's amazing. That was the one part. Like, I love, I love, love, love. You know, at the first, it's slow, content-wise. Mm. About the first half an hour in Geppetto's Oh, shop, it's beautiful. With all the little, I mean, I don't, I don't know why, it's a bit creepy in itself. Like, there's, like, people, like, mums smacking kids. Oh, that clock I have an issue with, yeah. That's not okay when she's, like, slapping the kid's butt. I'm like, no. It's just not acceptable. <laughs> and there's, like, quite a few odd clocks. But the detail in them even like in the, it's different with snow white like in snow white they'd have like a detailed head but the rest was like blurred out yeah whereas in this like his clock was detailed the desk was detailed like that you can see the progression i think from animation there definitely um, yeah i loved that so i think for its time in his animation obviously it was incredible like you could not you know deny that yeah um, it was beautiful although it's quite funny watching battle there's that really disturbing scene where all the kids are being kidnapped to treasure island and they're all on that one cart. And like, when it zooms out, it's just like little circles with like dots and mouth, <laughs> like stick men. And it just makes me think like someone was like, oh, we, we forgot to animate this section. We like, just saw we just leave it. Because <laughs> um, the rest of it's obviously like quite detailed, even from afar, but just yeah. that, that bit just made me laugh. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I also had a good laugh, I think, in terms of its time and as a child, it would have been funny. Yeah, I, agree. I had a right laugh in the first half an hour when the cat and the fish and they were dancing. I I was laughing. I love that a bit. That's probably yeah. the best part of the whole film. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was too slow, but yeah. like it's actually quite enjoyable to watch. Um, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, I think animation lovely. It feels like a weird choice for nineteen forty, mm-hmm. um, given the whole context. I mean, obviously they probably didn't decide. I mean, the war started in nineteen thirty nine, so they probably hadn't realised that. When they decided it, there was yeah. going to be a war. No, unfortunate but it timing. It feels like an odd release in the middle of a war. I um, agree. You'd have thought they'd done something like I don't know, American Kid Wonder or something. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Especially because I know that Disney did a lot with the war effort with cartoons and stuff. So yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion on this for its time because I just feel like yeah, the animation's good, but mm. that's not an excuse for a lack of story. No. I yeah I agree like yeah I yeah. think the animation is probably the focus of like if we're looking at it in its time then yes the animation's like a huge step up That's from Snow the White wild part isn't it yeah it is definitely I think you're right as well like the clock scene is quite a wow factor mm-hmm. especially back then it would have been like for now it's still even like whoa like they had that in 1940 mm-hmm. so I can imagine like going to see it and thinking like wow like look at how we're evolving and like we do that now when we go and see films like all the CGI yeah. and everything we're like whoa like this is amazing so it would have been like that kind of moment I, I reckon and yeah. the other thing I was reading about as well is that the scenes with the animation flow a lot more seamlessly in this than Snow White. So in Snow White, you can kind of see them like in their like, what individual scenes and they don't kind of go like as flawlessly as Pinocchio That's very true, where you don't actually. actually notice like when the scene's ending because it just goes transitions straight into it. But with Snow White, there's like moments of like pausing and then it moves on. So that's a really good point. So actually. that's 
definitely like a, a development and it's progressive so that's also something that I think would have been quite impressive seeing it kind of just be continuous storyline yeah with no interruptions or no like slow bits going on so yeah I think like the animation is definitely one of the, the things that I'd focus on for the time period um and again I think you're right like it's weird though because it's hard to call it escapism because you're right like I wouldn't want to escape to that like I think it's more escapist because it's absurdist I think that's yeah. the thing it's so removed from reality exactly yeah that it it but it's not it's not enjoyable like if I was going to forget about my problems that wouldn't help no it probably cause more problems <laughs> yeah like you it, it's not a feel-good film is it let's be honest no it's not so so like yes it's it's definitely like a triumph in terms of animation because yeah. um, it's moved on since Snow White. So that's obviously a big deal. And I can, like I said, I can imagine that being a big thing at the time. But like, you're right. Like, why was this the next one? Why wasn't it something else? Like, it seems like such a weird choice for their yeah. second film. And obviously we don't exactly know why it ended up being the second one. But it is just a bit strange. So yeah, I think like animation kind of gives it credibility but other than that I'm, I'm struggling to think of you know upsides um <laughs> it's, just, it's just a film that I think it's hard to also have an opinion on like yeah. you may disagree <laughs> but it's hard to even have like I like it I don't like it because there's for me there's nothing to like that's what what Disney said it's intangible yeah there's nothing for me to be emotionally connected to like mm-hmm. at least with Snow White I could emotionally connect negatively yeah like stupid woman stay with your pals yeah but with this one there's just like nothing for me to connect with like there's no characters also the lack of women yeah there's also that's a really sore point um we'll talk about that in a second but it's fine (laughs) again i mean maybe that's to do with like i don't know time period as well i guess but the Mm. lack of women as well as i didn't even notice when i was watching it but it's just it's all men apart from the blue fairy yeah who's probably make believe in all the heads anyway. yeah and such a minor role so yeah and just kind of floats in with her beautiful dress oh and, and you've got like... cleo but you know she's a fish <laughs> so classic disney you <laughs> you know you've got female characters yeah as animals thank yeah. you so much <laughs> so yeah i think it's it you're right it's more difficult to kind of think about this one like in its time than it was with snow white because with that we had the whole gender thing that we Mm. could discuss um and obviously it was the first disney film as well and i think just to go from snow white which obviously as we discussed we didn't love to this it just feels weird like there's no kind of connection it's just like here's a brand new film about a random puppet becoming a real boy it's yeah it is a bit strange so yeah yeah, I've just been, after our question of why Pinocchio, I've done a little Google, and actually it took three years for this to film to be made, so they oh. started around this when Snow White was in production, so they right. wouldn't know about the war, which no. makes no sense. Um, apparently the book, this makes loads of sense, the book redefined episodic, so if anyone doesn't know what that word means, and I've studied it quite a bit within theatre and art, it's basically when there's no through storyline it's mm. when there's like lots of small stories and lots yeah. of small adventures that makes um, sense apparently it, redef- and it redefined the idea of being plot driven so the fact that the plot wasn't seamless it was more like it's episodic as opposed to chronological if you like yeah interesting and apparently the, the book had too much story for like a for like a series of films as opposed to one film so it sounds like that might make sense as to why it's so odd yeah they just kind of picked they probably just picked sections from the books that they thought would look good on the yeah 
in animation and put them together mm. um, so that actually makes a lot more sense as to a why the characters aren't like great yeah why there's no arc and why it makes no sense yeah because they were just trying to get all the bits that they thought would be interesting yeah, into one watch. film and yeah because there isn't a lot of chronology to the film really like you kind of at one point it's nighttime when pinocchio and jimmy are walking home but then it's like it's morning like straight away after and i'm like yeah i was confused by the timeline i was like how long does this whole film actually take like yeah because how long has he been away from geppetto i was like what he must be like sick with worry about pinocchio like it was i mean he has to have been missing for a while for geppetto to get on a boat oh yeah definitely yeah and and they also said that like the book didn't have any likable characters really like i think children identify with pinocchio because yeah they can have fun Mm. but it's different being able to identify with somebody as opposed to being likable yeah exactly try to bridge that but there's not for me there's no characters that you can connect with and that's what Mm -hmm. they missed out on because at least with like the dwarves you know you felt like you were part of their family when you yeah this i was like i don't really want to be part of geppetto's family it just seems like too much trouble to be honest (laughs) yeah so like in terms of the film overall then i mean i guess i'm not gonna be too different but like what are your thoughts um i think you know what there are there are parts that are like i love the music Mm. um and obviously there's like iconic music so you've got like when you wish upon a star you've got um no strings which i think is such a funny series and like animation wise that's so cool little puppets Mm. um you know there are there are good songs in it and the music behind it is beautiful yeah um Always let your conscience be your guide as well, of course. Oh yeah, um, that's a classic. So I really like the the songs in it. I think they're just like you know they're classic Disney songs. Um, I was laughing actually because I did a you've heard in episode one I did a theatre degree um, and I'm like a massive fan of theatre, and it just made me laugh like this feels like it was the beginning of where theatre was like villainised as a career <laughs> because because like at the beginning they're like oh didn't you know the easy way out of life is through acting I'm like first of all that's a lie. <laughs> theatre is not the easy route do not listen what a line from honest john makes sense um and then the whole like you know when he tries to go acting and then you know they're all trying to scheme and bribe and exploit each other i was like well to be fair probably quite accurate but um, (laughs) but i feel like you know that wasn't a great representation of that industry so no that was a bit disappointing Best um, undermining <laughs> a little bit. I was like, no wonder all these people hated acting because I think acting and like showbiz was like a much more respectable and like achievable career back in the forties and sixties, mm. I think. And now in our modern day, we're like, oh, you can't act, and it's Pinocchio's fault. I've decided. Well, there you go. <laughs> There's a scoop, everyone. <laughs> um, what else about the film? I think I did have other things to say. Um, we're chatting about characters. We're chatting about um. Pinocchio and Jimmy Cricket later, so I'll leave yeah. them to the side. Um, oh, that was it, the animation of the ocean. To be fair, I thought that that was a real step up. So you know, like when um, Pinocchio and Geppetto, spoiler, um, escape, spoiler from 1940, <laughs> they escape the whale, um, and they basically get like washed up on shore, but there's like massive waves. Yeah. I thought that for its time was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of watching the details, like the, the waves lap on the, the sand, I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I thought that must take them so long to do. Um, so I loved that. Um, mm. What else? Then there's the whole Treasure Island part, which. Pleasure I mean, Island. <laughs> which makes it even worse. Pleasure. Yes. 
that's unacceptable that's why it's even worse <laughs> pleasure island yeah because i meant to go there and like fulfill all of their <laughs> just called treasure island because they were all going to go there and you know just that sounds like an arcade we going that's why they're all like they've got like cigars and drinking and which unacceptable by the way but yeah that's why i just thought i mean i i got the whole vibe i just didn't realize it was called pleasure that's really disturbing yeah why disney why yes exactly so <laughs> so that whole scenario i also feel like as a kid the movie felt a lot longer like mm. i remember thinking that the donkey part lasted ages i think it freaked me out when i was younger yeah i thought that lasted ages the fact that okay here's a problem pinocchio has become known as like the boy who lies he mm. legit lies one time in yeah movie. only once does his nose actually like grow long yeah and then so. and then he apologizes doesn't lie again um, so I'm sorry because I, I, I actually thought before I watched the film Pinocchio is a little brat because mm. in my head I was like he just lies all the time and he's selfish <laughs> that's what I remembered from being a kid but then I watched it and I was like actually he literally lies once it was kind of irrelevant in the end to be honest and to be fair it wasn't his fault because he was literally abducted <laughs> yeah like he was literally <laughs> abducted from on his way to school yeah so you know brainwashing it makes sense really it does, yeah. I just find it very distant. Like the whole, the whole like weird abduction, and then that's plot to steal little boys, and then it's when they're like sat in the pub, the three like villains. Yeah. So you've got Honest John. I can never remember what the cat's called. The I'm weird sorry. Cat who just and then the this time. man. I don't know if he's an animal or if he's a man. To be honest, that's how he's much I paid attention. Yeah. And he's like whispering the the whole like task of rounding up these boys and yeah, taking them to Pleasure like, Island. I need you to find me little boys. And I was like, yeah. Oh. It's like no. Uh, no thank you um <laughs> and also i find the fact that like the, the honest john like he's a fox like smoking and drinking really disturbing as well like i don't know what really? it is yeah like he, he just he to be fair as a character he really disturbs me anyway i'm really like i'm terrified of him and i used to be terrified of him as a kid as well mm. and also like my mum reminded me recently that i used to come home from school with one of my childhood friends and watch this like every day when we came home from school what was wrong with you as a child like we put it on we literally chose to watch this film every day together with a fab ice lolly as well oh um, that makes it better <laughs> yeah and i was like of all of the disney films why it's so weird i know it's, it is really weird so yes it's, it's just, the cat's called gideon in case anyone cares oh gideon okay there you go <laughs> i might include that on next disney quiz <laughs> I definitely but, will have forgotten it. But I just, yeah, I just think the whole film for me, like, there's no plot. The mm-hmm. music's good, but the plot doesn't really exist. And I'm sorry, the whole Geppetto thing. I really like Geppetto, mm. but I have questions. Why is he still alone? Why does never yeah, wife? Exactly. Why doesn't he have children or friends? Mm. Mm. I want to know about that because, like, obviously, he spends all of his time like carving all of these things, and he's got his cat and he's got his fish, but like. What what is it that they're he in does? a village? They're in quite a busy village as well. Yeah. So does he not interact? Why is he still alone. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about him as well because he, to be fair, he is actually one of the more likable characters, at least in the very yeah. beginning, because he is actually quite sweet. Yeah. Um, but then I have questions. For example, why does he let Pinocchio um, go on his own way to school for the first time when Pinocchio has absolutely no idea where this school is? That's a very good point. I mean, he literally hasn't even walked for 24 hours no he's never been outside the school <laughs> and uh geppetto's like bye pinocchio and it's like <laughs> and he hands him the book and the apple and i'm like um 
you think he knows where he's going like, no wonder he, he gets abducted like it's it's all set in motion the de- like the, the second Geppetto's like bye like, so basically what Rosie's saying is that Geppetto deserved the pain and hurt being in a well he didn't deserve it but he he started he set his course is all I'm that saying um, true. and is he really surprised that he doesn't return um, this, 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 this puppet has never been out in the world before that is true I mean the um, puppet is literally made of wood so yes a brain. I, um, I do just think it's a bit <laughs> far fetched <laughs> Yeah, that's true, actually. When you think about it in depth, it's weird. Like, this puppet has literally been able to walk for, like, 12 hours. It's yeah. like, oh, you're my son. Let's send you to school. <laughs> and the fact that he knows what school is, so he does have, like, a brain. Like, he he understands, like, conversation and everything, and, like, he knows what some words mm. mean. So it's just very interesting. It's a weird spell, the fact that he mm-hmm. can do all this, but he hasn't got skin. Very odd. Yes, But exactly. I, think, I mean, my big concern with the plot of the film a, there's the whole time thing that we've talked about. And that trip to Pleasure Island was a long trip. It, yes, it like, was. There were several sections. And then, the fact that he then was like walking underwater. I mean, I had hot issues with that whole anyway, but I enjoyed that section with the <laughs> yeah. fish. That was amusing. And the rock. I had a good laugh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, why, how, I'm confused about the whole, how Geppetto ended up inside the whale's mouth yeah it's kind of like i don't know like i think it's meant to be like a message so like he was obviously like in his boat and then a wave like shook him and then like the whale like had its mouth like open ready to swallow his boat up but it is just a bit again it's far-fetched it comes out of nowhere it's like oh yeah where's my dad oh yeah in a whale (laughs) yeah like and then it's like so he's obviously like guessed it's pleasure island which is why he's in the boat Mm. I mean, what would have happened if Geppetto had turned up to Pleasure Island? Oh my goodness! Quite amusing, wouldn't it? That, w- that would have been a very interesting turn of events. Yeah. And the fact that he just like resigned, and then when he's not even surprised to see Pinocchio, like, he's happy to see Pinocchio, but he's yeah. not surprised that he's in a whale's mouth. No, it's it's all a bit weird, and like the end when he, he's turned into a real boy, you're just kind of I I don't know about you, but I wasn't left feeling like I didn't care. I, it wasn't like a wholesome ending. It wasn't like, oh, yes, we've made it to this defining point. It was like, oh, it's over. I was like, we're at the end. Okay, I was good. Like, Great, I can go to sleep. Because <laughs> I, I was starting to get quite yeah. tired. So I switched off, to be honest. I don't even know which point it was, but I think it was in the Monday in the Whale's Mouth upon their escape or something. Like, I'd switched off. Oh, like, like when he was planning the whole sneeze, like getting the whale to sneeze the mouth. No, I quite enjoyed that bit. What was the bit? So I don't even know which bit I turned off at because I was just like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess overall <laughs> then we're both quite we feel kind of the same I think which is interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of glad actually because I would be a little bit concerned. No offense to anyone, like if this is your favorite Disney film, I'm so sorry. Um, well, you're obviously see for it. different reasons. But, <laughs> well, there's that too. Seen any others? <laughs> but clearly you, you see you see something in it, and that's fair enough. Like if you do, you know. please let us know what you like. Because yeah, please like different. leave us like a comment, and I'd love to see why it's your favorite Feel film. Aside, it would open our we eyes. Are confused. Um, <laughs> I mean, it makes more sense knowing about the book. That just makes more sense as to what they Yeah, I think, like, a bit of context helps. But even then, it's 
Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So anyway, moving on then <laughs> to our third fun fact. So in the book that Pinocchio is based on, Carlo Collodi's The Adventures of Pinocchio, Jiminy Cricket is much less significant and he actually dies halfway through the film when Pinocchio drops a hammer on him. <laughs> that shouldn't be funny, but it is. Um, it's pretty morbid. <laughs>
He is quite naive, yeah. He is, yeah. And again, I think he maybe would be more interesting if we knew a bit about his background, because like we both said we want to know more about that. Yeah. So maybe that's what's lacking in his character. Maybe. And then, I mean, the, is she called the Blue Fairy? Is that her name? Yeah. Wow, she doesn't even have a name. Okay, well, that's I mean, I'm going to Google it now and check, but I'm fairly certain it's just the Blue Fairy. I think it is as well. Well, that's problematic in itself. Um, Well, yeah, she's she's okay. Don't have strong opinions because she's not got a massive presence. No. I know she's important in the storyline, but she's not really not really doing much um in the background. So, yeah, she's okay. And then I the... Mean, vi- that's so, I'm sorry, just because it says here, in Walt Disney Pinocchio, the fairy is referred to as the white blue, sorry, not the white fairy, the blue fairy. <laughs> so, um, no name. Wikipedia has said, is one of the four leading protagonists in the film. Sorry? She's definitely not a protagonist. I'm sorry. She is not a protagonist. She is there as a, like, a way to drive the plot. But we don't get any personality from her or character. She's not even got a name. You can't be a protagonist if you're not well, get, you've not got a name. Well, I've just checked the book. Well, quite. Um, I've just checked that because in the book she's called the fairy with the turquoise hair, which I think is even worse. That's yeah, that's awful. That's not okay. That's actually really I mean, not okay. I, I need to read this book actually because um, <laughs> sounds quite enlightening. <laughs> in the book, when oh my word so uh, the the fairy assumes the shape of a mountain goat <laughs> and warns Pinocchio about the imminent arrival of the terrible dogfish what? that sounds so and apparently different. when Pinocchio is a donkey the fairy sends a shoal of fish to consume his donkey's appearance oh I'm sorry I need to goodness that sounds even worse than... I need to read this book. I'm sorry. Well, oh, well let me know fairy, what it's like. The fairy agrees to adopt him as her son. The fairy adopts Pinocchio. But Geppetto? I don't understand. So, and the rules in the book is he must study hard and be obedient for one year. Oh, wow. It's very different. I'll tell you what, right, I'm going to read this book and I'm going to write a review on this. Absolutely. Yeah, let me know how it is. I don't think I could quite make myself... I'm well you know... excited. Sorry for the aside, but yeah, I agree. No, with it's, it's quite all right. The blue fairy, um, A is yeah. itself, is wrong because it's that classic, like, let's define women by how they look. But it's... Yeah, of course it's one of the only female characters and she absolutely is not the protagonist, so we'll just... We'll move on from that. So then the villains, um, yes, well, I am, as I said... A, I'm I'm scared of Honest John. He's a dodgy character and he's not someone I'd want to meet out on the street. He's got a weird voice as well, hasn't he? Also, I debated as to whether to bring this up. I bring it up. So I don't know if you've noticed, but they wear gloves, both him and is it Gideon, did you say? Yeah. And he's got a hole in one of the things on on the glove. Okay. Okay. So his finger's like poking out of his hole and it, it honestly is the stuff of nightmares. And I'm sorry if no one noticed this before and I brought your attention to it, but I I can't, I just can't unsee it. So that in itself just just put me off his character. Okay. Because he had a hole in his glove. Yeah, but you don't understand. He's got this like pointy, like spiky thing. Honestly, when you see it, you'll see what I mean. Okay. <laughs> it's not. That was it. it wasn't the abduction. No, the no, no. None of the actual of, plot. Um, <laughs> or the dodgy collection of young boys. It was the fact that his glove had a hole it in it. It was the glove. Yeah, honestly. Honestly. Let me know like, if anyone knows what I mean, because it's, it's a thing. Okay, so then, yes, Pinocchio, as we'll, we'll get onto in a moment, I have 
mixed feelings about. Mm. But Germany cricket. Well, um, <laughs> where does he come from? Is my question. Outside. Yeah, but, the bushes are every cricket. But but <laughs> what was he doing before? Because he's quite scruffy when he shows up. You know, he's got like a few holes in his clothes and stuff. Well, he was clearly a poor cricket. Really. Well, he was. But then the, the blue fairy, with no name, then yeah. gives him like some really fancy clothing when he becomes mm. Pinocchio's conscience, which I thought was interesting because I didn't notice that until this time that I watched it. Mm. I just think him as a character, like he, I understand what he's trying to do. And he does have comedic value, actually, especially in the beginning when he's dancing yeah. with the clocks. That is actually hilarious. Um, but I don't know. He's, he's not really like that present because he's not there for a lot of what happens with Pinocchio as well. Because mm. he's like, Pinocchio's like abandoned him. And so he just walks off and then he starts feeling guilty and then ends up going in trying to save him, failing mm. to do so. I mean, and he is a just... cricket, to be fair. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he didn't really try. He, just, he went into the lock, tried to unlock it, and he was like, oh, oh it must be a different model. And I was like, of course, <laughs> of course, it was a different model. It's not that you're a cricket. Pinocchio was like, so you can't do it? And he's like, no <laughs> <laughs> exactly and it was like oh so he's giving up okay right so now we're just seeing them in this cage together it's not exactly the most hopeful thing <laughs> so but then obviously the whole like always um was it the always let your conscience be your guide isn't yeah. it? that's it that's quite a nice message give a little whistle <laughs> <laughs> and that is a cute scene as well like i do think that's really yeah. sweet and i love it when he sleeps in the little matchbox matchbox oh, that is it. very cute and it highlights how small he is because he obviously he is a cricket, which yes. I do forget sometimes. <laughs> but yes, so I don't know. I think he's he's okay. Like I don't have any strong feelings, and like I don't relate to him. I don't have like a connection to him. I'm not really that sad. Like when they're in the cage, I wasn't I wasn't really sad. I'll be honest. I don't know if that makes me a monster, but like I didn't really feel any emotions apart from being disturbed when I watched this film. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just... I think this is an area where I have more positive opinions than you. Right. So I think when I watched it as a kid, I used to think Jiminy Pickett was really annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, why is he even here? <laughs> um, but I feel like watching it as an adult, I actually really liked him. And I was like, I was... I think I see myself more as a Jiminy now than I do as a Pinocchio. Mm. As like that person who's like following other people around and being like, oh, well, you just listen. <laughs> I think that might be because obviously I know you've got like a younger brother, but... Um, mm. He's not like as young as my siblings. Yeah. So I think like having like younger siblings, that kind of it's that that motion of like, could you just listen to me for five? Yeah, seconds, like, that was relatable. About. Yeah. Um, and the fact that like you know he, what I liked was that he cared so much because to be fair, he could just like run away with his nice new clothes. That is very true. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really, he doesn't even mention his badge anymore. He just mentions like being a good conscience. He talk yeah. About the badge. So I he think grows I like into that. the role he was given quite nicely. I like that integrity and that he's doing it literally just to like to, a, to be good at his job and to basically help Pinocchio out. And he could really easily have given up after the first go, after the first mm. abduction. Um, and he keeps going, like he travels on that dodgy boat and the dodgy carriage. Like <laughs> he puts himself through, and it's that, it's that scene, you know, where they arrive at Pleasure Island and he's shouting for Pinocchio. Yeah. And all the kids are like stomping around. Mm. Like they could have trampled him, but he persevered. Yeah, and that's very true. All evening, like till it was empty, he was still shouting Pinocchio's name. Yeah. Like he, he gets Pinocchio out of there. And I just think for someone who didn't know Pinocchio, like at the end of the film, mm. I just think he's very loyal and I think he's got a lot of integrity. Um, and he's a very, very good friend. I think people can learn a lot from Jiminy about being a friend. I think 
even when Pinocchio isn't listening to him, or when Pinocchio is doing his own thing, Jiminy's still like, I'm he's still there. You, but you should know this is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I did I did like Jiminy a lot more than I did when I was a kid, which I thought was quite interesting. Mm. Um, I thought he was hilarious. It was like when he had the um, the hat and the rock in the hat, and when the fish came, I just thought he was so funny. <laughs> Like the whole time, like his little sarcastic comments, like when um, Pinocchio is in the in the like circus show, the puppet show, mm. and he's like, he won't watch him. He's like, hmm, suit yourself. And then like, because even that, like when when he thinks that um, Pinocchio is a success, and he goes, oh, well they like him then. Yeah, when they're okay. clapping. Yeah. yeah. He's like, okay, fair. And goes, guess you don't need me anymore. And I just feel like he's very selfless. Yeah, um, he is. Like That's. That. That is very true, actually. I didn't really think about that side of him. Yeah, and even when, like, the whole, like, he's literally, like, asking a whale to open his mouth so he can go in and <laughs> Yeah. Like, that is so... <laughs> That's like, commitment. That is dedication. Yeah. So, yeah, I do. I do like Jiminy. I think I like him more than I, I did when I was younger. I just like his sass and his, his attitude to life. Yeah. yeah. Um, the characters I don't really have any strong opinions on. So, I, was, I mean, the, 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 the fat man, the fat villain man horrible disgusting oh yeah actually made me feel a little bit sick mm-hmm. um gideon was just I was like why are you even in this movie yeah um like what a waste of animating time not to be rude but like it was just yeah to the film does he um honest john i've just googled the finger and i get what you mean it's really mm-hmm. creepy it's horrible <laughs> it's a bit creepy <laughs> um, obviously i love cleo and figaro of course yeah. i love cleo's sass as a fish oh yeah sass. me too animators well done um yeah, I like Geppetto, but again, I think, like, you know, I wish we'd seen him more. I'm actually really excited, because obviously, if you didn't already know, I think Disney are planning a live-action Pinocchio. Mm. And I think, I hope they go in the way that Dumbo went. And yeah. they take the characters and the initial, like, ideas. Like the base of the, the story. And turn it into, because obviously I know Tom Hanks has been confirmed to play in Geppetto, which I'm very excited about. That would so be I great. It's Tom Hanks. I hope they kind of give him a bigger role in it. Yeah, um, I think they will give a backstory. I'm hopeful that they will. I think a backstory to him and his life, because imagine, imagine this, right? Imagine Geppetto had a family and a wife and he had children and then maybe the plague came oh. or maybe they drowned. It would just like be that. so much more emotionally involved if there was I an actual backstory. That tiny little element would actually make the whole film so much better because you'd you'd understand a why he wants to find Pinocchio so bad. Yeah, and you'd understand like so when Pinocchio is like off doing things or in danger, you'd be thinking, but Geppetto has already lost one child. Yeah, I think that makes a difference. Um, so I'd be interested to see what they do with those characters when we get to the live action. Um, but yeah. I think Jim Jim was the only one that I kind of related to, and Cleo and Figaro's sass. It's a bit weird that I like um relate to all the animals. Yeah, I just think it says that there's not really any like strong characters that we're that no. passionate about, whereas with other films, there's definitely ones that we're more drawn to. Yeah. And can relate to. But this yeah. not so much. So Rosie, the all important question. <laughs> Did Pinocchio deserve to be a real boy? <sighs> Mm, okay I'm gonna sound a bit negative again sorry everyone (laughs) so I know he's naive and I know the whole point is that like there's messages surrounding like temptation and like your conscience and making decisions but I think it's just a bit far-fetched in this way of showing that life as a a child and I think like he, he is sweet like as a puppet before he's like you know 
becomes alive. He's a very sweet puppet. And then he comes to life and he's cute, but there's just something about him that, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I understand, like, kids are very, like, naive and they'll give in to temptations and they won't listen to their parents mm. and they'll go off and do their own thing and they're more interested in having fun than going to school and all that sort of stuff. But I don't know. Like, the fact they ended up at Pleasure Island it's just not it just didn't bode well and i get that he redeemed himself because he did yeah. save geppetto and that is quite a big deal to be fair they were in a whale so that yeah. was a huge deal um and i guess like his personality in that moment he like he grew as a person so i suppose he did redeem all of the things that he'd done where you know he'd gone off not returned yeah. home and also he did have a series of un- unfortunate events for being honest it's not yeah. like he necessarily chose to bump I mean, into. He was Honest very John. much exploited. To be fair, he was very much exploited with the whole puppet thing, like the the show, um, and then after that, the whole Pleasure Island thing again. Temptation. He was convinced. So again, it's like if there's a naive child, you can't really say it's their fault because they don't know, and especially a puppet <laughs> who has I no idea of the world. Getting that part of it as well. Exactly. It's even worse. Like so like he doesn't necessarily have a clue about what's wrong and what's right, even less so than a normal child. Yeah. So you can't really blame him. But I also would have liked a bit more personality. I know he is a puppet, but I just would have liked a little bit more personality so that I could kind of sympathize mm. with him a bit more because like i said when he was in the cage i wasn't kind of like oh pinocchio like this is really sad whereas in other films i will really sympathize with like the protagonist especially like if it's a child or like an animal like i will really like sympathize so i feel like he was missing something um mm. maybe they'll bring that element to a live action one maybe that will make it easier to like sympathize and relate to mm. i don't know um but he's not like a bad character so in terms of the characters in the film, he is good. It's just there's not that many great ones yeah. to compare him to. Yeah, um, so did he deserve to be a real boy? That was a real tangent to answer that question. <laughs> um, I guess he did in the end because he did redeem himself, which kind of undid all of the bad things that he'd done. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I do think he was kind of forced into those. He didn't like go yeah. off and get himself into those situations so yeah that's what I think what do you think again I think I'm more positive than you on this one <laughs> I think I think initially I think it's because I kind of went into it having very 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 low expectations yeah and I thought I wasn't gonna like Pinocchio at all like I had this memory for some reason in my head that he was just horrible and really mm. selfish um and then as an adult, I'm like, actually, he was literally exploited by most adults in his life. Yeah. Um, and like you say, it wasn't his fault. And I love... Because even when he goes to, like, Pleasure Island, it's that ginger kid mm. who's, like, leading all the problems. And even when, like, um, they're in the they're on the cart, and he's just so naive. Like, he's talking about, like, how, like, Honest John giving him that card. Yeah. And he keeps just trying to say, like, I've got this card, like, trying to share it. And that other like loud mouthed kid is just like oh I will go in here and it's meant to be great and I love this and it's like shut up let Pinocchio speak yeah that's how I felt um <laughs> I feel like in that section you really see his naivety and his innocence mm. and I liked that I thought that was like quite a nice thing like a nice way to show it he just kind of goes with the crowd like he doesn't even really understand why he's going because he didn't even want to go to Pleasure Island no he? like he wanted to stay at home with his dad yeah so and then when they leave, um, 
I mean, they did make me laugh for him. It's just like left his mate as a dog. Yeah. That did make me laugh. Um, but I love the fact that he goes and he he literally ties a rock to himself to the bottom of the ocean to find his dad. Mm. He literally like, he walks on those that ocean bed for so long to find his dad. It's so selfless. And I just feel like that was the part of me where I was like, yes, you deserve to be yeah. a real boy. Because I was like, actually, like he, he's, he just gets it. Like, you're anything for your family. The fact that he literally goes into the whale. Um, yeah. He's not these fish are like, don't go and see Monstro. Monstro is the whale. Yes. <laughs> like, he goes in anyway. And then, like, even when he gets there and his dad's like, it's fine. We'll pass our days in here. He's like, uh, no, we're getting out of here. Yeah, he wants a better um, life for them, which is nice. Yes. So he, like, manages to find a way to get them out. And then when they do get out, he also, like, sacrifices himself when Geppetto is, like, nearly drowning. And he's like, yeah. no, Pinocchio, save yourself. <laughs> and then Pinocchio could have, but he didn't. Um, and then ended up basically dead. So I think... Yeah, I think like, my opinion of him has definitely changed when I was a kid. I yeah. really, actually quite like him. I think you're right. I think he's missing something. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because he doesn't actually talk a lot, and he's missing. He's he's a follower. And that's a problem. So you yeah, he's not he's not that individual. Like, I know he's a puppet, which makes him individual from everyone else. But, but you're right. He just blends. Yeah. With other groups, so just, like he just seems to slot into scenes. Exactly. By like, making the scene. Um, but I did like. Yeah, I did like him. I liked him more than I thought I was going to mm. as a character. I didn't relate to him. I don't find him interesting. But no. I liked him as a, yeah. as a character. I thought he was very selfless. Um, and it's a problem. He's, he's too trusting as well. Yeah. But I think that's quite a nice feature to have. It's dangerous, but it's quite a nice feature to have mm. to be trusting and stuff with people as well. Um, and to see the good in people, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's nicer to be that way, I think. Definitely. Until so. it gets you abducted. Twice. well yes <laughs> so yeah i think i would say that um yeah he did deserve to be a real boy because it th- that last half an hour he put himself through some trials yeah so. he did he proved himself in that section of the film and he never lied again either like he well yeah that's true lie. which to be fair he was a puppet so he didn't know that lying was bad that's true this is the thing as well it's a bit like difficult to analyze him because you don't know what he knows you mm. kind of have to assume that he doesn't know anything but then also as soon as he's born, let's say, he does know how to speak and he does know what things mm. mean. So it's kind of like, oh, like what does he actually know? And also, yeah. what age, what age is he meant to be? I, I always felt like about four or five. Yeah, I was going to say five. So, yeah, that kind of works. Like the naivety and yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I'm yes. wanting to I say yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're in agreement. I thought, no. Initially, I'd be. <laughs> before the film for some reason I thought no he mm. didn't deserve it I don't know why I thought that because he tried really hard he did um, so yeah yeah no I I agree he did deserve he did deserve to but I think there's something missing that I hope they bring to his character I hope they give him more of a personality I think that's what yeah. I was looking for just something he that... doesn't really make any choices does he apart from following no. the people until that bit of let's go and find my dad and escape yeah, so I just want him to stand out a little bit more. I have, think like, if some... he had, if he had more of that quality throughout the film, mm. I'd have probably like related to him more. So, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes, and then that brings us to the end of this segment. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So we have Disney fun fact number four, another quite morbid one for you. I'm sure you'll <laughs> enjoy. So if you think the Disney version is dark, in the original book that we've mentioned, Pinocchio was actually stabbed by assassins and then hanged halfway through the book. 
Somehow he survived. It's not exactly magical, though, is it? That's that's too much. Um, That's why I want to read the book. Yeah, <laughs> he, he survives. I mean, I know he's a puppet, but like you know. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I want to know why he was stabbed by these assassins. I like who sent them after him? Honest John stabbing Pinocchio was all I could see. <laughs> Which is not a sight I'd want to see. Um, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, well, that's that is quite scary. But intriguing, actually, though. I do mm. think this book will be interesting. So Yeah, definitely give it a read. I think. May give it a read. But yes, so that brings us on to our final segment. Yeah. So this is where we discuss a summary of our thoughts on Pinocchio. Um, and we'll give it a rating out of 10. So mm. if you haven't already listened to episode two, we did actually give scores to Snow White. We so did. a bit of a spoiler, but, you know, listen nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, Katie, you gave a four point. Five. I did. I did. Yes. Five. And then was generous, to be fair. It was in hindsight, I think as well. Yeah, quite generous. Mm-hmm. And but then I went even more generous to begin with. I gave it a five. But then I was like, no, it needs. To, I need to lower the tone a bit because otherwise, there's going to be well, something. Halfway point. So exactly. That, like every Disney film, like, is is averaged out as Snow White, and that's quite brave. Exactly. So I moved it down to 4.75 because I was like, no, I can't cope. Yeah. When I like review all of my scores at the end of all of this, if I've managed to mess it up with Snow White, then yeah. So I had to, I had to change it. Yeah. So yes, they were quite low. <laughs> to be fair, I think my, my, initially mine was going to be about a two. And then when we actually discussed it, I realised I liked <laughs> two. more of it. <laughs> two, a two just sounds dire. It sounds like a write-off of a film. Oof, yeah. Well, so... so yes so um (laughs) so what are your overall thoughts on the film and how would you rate it out of 10 so would i watch this film again no (laughs) (laughs) like i might watch it again to like show somebody else how crazy it was yeah it's a laugh hey let's put like i might watch like a group of friends and be like oh my god this is so crazy yeah what do i think oh i've got a night off let's cuddle up in bed and watch the (laughs) do No. Um, if I wanted nightmares, I might. Um, mm. Like I said, I like the music. I do like. I, I do like Jiminy Cricket. I do. Um, I, th- I think they managed to get quite a mature character into the film mm. in a clever way. Pinocchio was like enjoyable to watch. Like the, himself, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'd do a real boy. But I think the big thing for me, I'm a big people who know me. I'm big on story and I'm big on character. Like the, the animation was beautiful and I love mm. I've got a growing appreciation for cinematography. Um so love the animation and the illustrations, but I just feel like for me, because there was no emotional engagement in either the plot or the characters, I just it, why would I watch it again? Yeah, mean? it kind of falls short, even though the animation's stunning. Yeah. It lets it down with the plot and the characters. Yeah, because once you've seen the animation, you've kind of seen that, and that wow is kind of gone. Exactly. Like, when you have an emotional connection, that's what brings you back to a film. Mm-hmm. And I don't have one. So my score <laughs> is quite low. <laughs> no. I'm going with a three. <laughs> <laughs> that's not reflective of the animation quality, because the animation is lovely. The songs are lovely. But that's where the three comes from, because I just wouldn't watch it again. Like, I just wouldn't. I didn't enjoy no. it. Like no, I read, I watch a Disney film and switch off. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I didn't even want to ask my sister to watch it with me because like, she's gonna hate me to <laughs> watch this film. Yeah, uh, even the villains aren't likable. No, quite dodgy and like they're just dodgy characters. Um, so 
they're like actual real life villains and no one wants to watch that no so you want more creative villains than that no relatable characters no interesting villains no real plot but good animation good um music so three out of ten for me three out of ten wow well well walt Mm. would not be happy with that rating me walt said it was intangible and that's very true i've given so very true cool it's fine how about and you you have said one of the better features is you know figure animation as well and that's, and that's his... what he was into. So. Exactly. So, okay, fair. Yeah. Thank you. Your go. <laughs> well, yes, I'm so excited about this. Uh, <laughs> I don't like reviewing things because I never know if I go too high or low, and it's quite stressful, to be honest. <laughs> so my overall thoughts on the film, again, like, yeah, I don't think I would choose to watch it again, which is sad because actually you said you went in with low expectations. Mm. I actually went in with quite high expectations mm. because I had watched it a lot in my childhood. Fair. And when I went travelling... Um, around Italy when I went interrailing we went to Florence and there's quite a lot of Pinocchio themed stuff there oh really yeah so I actually got like a little Pinocchio puppet thing it was quite cute it was like a wooden puppet and you'd like pull a string and it would like dance very cute so yeah like I thought that I really liked it and like so I was kind of disappointed it was a bit of a letdown um compared to what I thought it was so in my head Pinocchio is like a really really great film but now having seen it again I know and the thing is Pinocchio like he is a really cute character like all of the stuff I set aside about him being very naive he is cute and I think he's very like beautiful in terms of a puppet as well like I I loved it when you like get the pan on him when he's a puppet like in the initial scene because he just looks so polished and perfect um but yeah there's no like standout moments because i spent a lot of the film just being confused disoriented um disturbed highly highly disturbed that's really Um, true actually i didn't even thought about that so when we watch things like snow white and when we obviously reviewed lady and the tramp as well mm. we could pick out our favorite scenes exactly we can't do that with this film i don't have a favorite scene i mean i like the clockwork scene yeah but it's not one that i'd sit and watch on repeat you know well the clockwork scene so i liked it it is a little bit slow but if the if the tone of the film kind of sped up but stayed that kind of tone like with what what was going on i would actually have preferred the film like that i quite enjoyed that because it was quite sweet um obviously there needs to be a plot but you know not five plots within one plot that is just too much for me um so i felt a bit exhausted when i finished watching this film actually i I was yeah my brain was like what is happening yeah i I, I messaged you saying like i think i've lost some brain cells because it felt like something had knocked my head (laughs) but as you were saying the animation obviously is like very stunning it's it is an improvement a sheer improvement Mm. from um snow white and figaro and cleo kind of you know, gave me something to, yeah. to look forward to seeing in further scenes. So thank you to those characters. <laughs> um, so yeah, unfortunately, my score is also going to be very low. I'm sorry. Um, what is it? I'm so excited. <laughs> so I'm scared. I think I have, I definitely gave Snow White too high of a review. So I was initially going to go with three as well. Mm. Because I think that is fair. Like, I think that's quite a fair. Yeah. But now, having decided, I think like I think lower of it than you. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I think I might have to go like two point five. Which I think that's fair. I think because yeah. you really, there was none of it that was redeeming for you at all. No, it was just so... the animals and like Pinocchio is sweet, but 
it's not enough to save this. No, movie. I really, really like characters that I would want to be friends with or I could relate to in some way or are really, really yeah. cute and have personalities that make them cute. Yeah, that was just lacking there for me. Pinocchio so. will be such a liability on a night out. Can you imagine? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you wouldn't see him for like two weeks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is so true. They'd be like, oh, I saw him walking off with this strange down the alley, and you were like, well, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> And then he'd just appear out of nowhere one day with all these stories of what he's done. And you'd be like, oh, right, that's where you were. Give us a text, just let us know where you're going. Yeah. So, okay, pretty low scores then. A three and a 2.5. Wow. Sorry, Pinocchio. Sorry. So, yeah, please, like, if this is your favourite film, I really hope we haven't brought you down um, or put you off watching it (laughs) again. Um, it is worth a watch again, definitely, to review whether you think your opinions changed. Ours yeah, both definitely yeah. had changed. Yeah, I agree. It definitely changed from what I thought the film was. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Because I think I, th- there were scenes that I forgot were in it. There were scenes mm-hmm. I'd forgotten about the whale. Um, I mean, I yeah. I forgot. You know what I mean? Like, I knew it happened. Yeah, like, yeah. Was coming and mm. like I say I thought the donkey scene was a lot longer I thought I thought the ginger kid was in it longer than he was yeah I remembered him being like a prominent mm. character and he wasn't in it that I long. thought he was in it for like I, the whole facade mm-hmm. but he wasn't so yes yeah so yeah I think it's I think it's fair and I don't think it's too harsh when we consider how Disney has progressed and the phenomenal things that we both love that are our favorite films so yes the question so, is, do you want to amend your Snow White score? Is the question. Well, see, I'm so happy with mine because I feel like it's not too low, but it's because I, I did enjoy the film and I might yeah. watch it again in the very, very far future. Yeah, I think maybe no, I'll stick with it. I'll okay. stick with it because otherwise I'll just change them every time. We can't have that. That's a cop out. I need to. <laughs> okay. I need to stick with my guns on this. Okay. Hold myself responsible for my thoughts. So, yeah. So we went. What did you go with? A three, and yeah. I went with two point five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's Pinocchio. So yes. <laughs> so thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, then please subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's very exciting that we're on both of those platforms. Very exciting. <laughs> or follow us on Podbean. Um, and you can do that just by clicking up in the top right corner, I think it is. I always feel like I, think so, I yeah. picture like a little button. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you've been listening for a while, we really appreciate you leaving a review. And thank you so much to the wonderful listeners who have already done this. We couldn't believe it. Like we just went went on to apple and the <laughs> reviews there and I, I was actually messaging katie i was like there's reviews and i was thinking like has katie left a review <laughs> like <laughs> i left a review on my own podcast i like, was like please no and i, we, I didn't no, no they were they were legit <laughs> <laughs> and honestly like i nearly cried because i was just like that's so sweet and it was just so nice to know that people are really enjoying it made our day i think didn't it and it I definitely did it made it more real like because we get all the statistics and the numbers about how many people listen to each episode and stuff but i feel mm. like someone taking the time to write a review is a bit different so if you have listened for a while and you think oh i love this podcast then please do write one because not only does it make us feel really happy inside and makes us kind of keep making podcasts it also helps us with things like um how easy it is to find us as well like yeah. on these platforms it, they value reviews so if you feel like leaving like an actual written review please do because it would really help our our ranking as well which means that we can reach more disney fans yes and it's yeah. just nice to know that people are actually enjoying our rambles and yeah, <laughs> yeah coming back for more as well 
because you know we've got people returning so thank you so much yeah if you're a loyal listener thank you very much and so don't forget to follow along with our instagram for all our latest magical adventures and throwbacks there's more throwbacks at the minute because of covid so yes (laughs) we're not really having any adventures apart from in our memories yes Um, so yeah um so yeah head over to there kind of like send over to your friends if you haven't done loving friends like pass our podcast onto them like if you think you know what this person we need some disney magic mm. send them our way we'll help yeah, <laughs> um, we try <laughs> we do so coming up next time we have our halloween special i'm oh, so that's excited. exciting spooky um, season is upon us i mean it's set to be a banger of an episode because let's be honest given how scary 2020 has been yeah that is so true <laughs> i think halloween episode i'm, I'm ready i'm ready for it i've been prepping all year <laughs> um so yeah we'll be doing some i mean obviously we'll talk about hocus pocus of course we have to probably talk about like general disney halloween things like the halloween um party like the not so scary party in the parks like Mm -hmm. disney halloween movies that we haven't seen as well might give those a watch yes and there's a really interesting i'm going to show it to rosie like a halloween disney playlist it's interesting i find it backstep on halloween i was like what is this we'll talk about that um so yeah, and then finally, if you have any um, questions or queries, or you want to kind of inquire, or you want to be on the show, um, or you want to like want us to talk about something on the show, um, drop us an email. So we are a sprinkler Disney podcast at gmail.com. And um, so we've been a sprinkler Disney. Have a magical rest of your day. Bye.